We know a big gadol passed away. Rav Gershon Edelstein Zatzal. As I mentioned last week, I went to his Levaya last week. And this person was huge. Why was he so huge? He lived till 100. He didn't even need glasses. All the time he was concentrating on helping, building up people around him. His midot, Ben Adam Lechavero, were on an incredible level. And his Torah was something that we can't even fathom. He gave a shear for 80 years. Since he was 20 years old till he passed away at 100. He even gave a shear on his deathbed, literally, a day before he passed away. He got his close Talmudim to come and he gave them a shear. And I think it's going to soon be publicized what, what the content of that shear was. And just, just before I say the stories, just to give you a bit of an indication of, of how close he was to HaKadosh Bohu. A couple of weeks ago, he said a story, he said, he said a shear about that it's a pele, it's a miracle, the fact that Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael are surviving. We have enemies from all the borders and he mentioned all the borders. One of them was Egypt, that's one of our borders. And then somehow, no one knows how, it got to the, to the Egyptians and they got upset. How can some a leader on, on your side speak badly about us? We have peace between us, etc, etc. And as a result, indeed, Rav Gershon Edelstein made sure that from the yeshiva, someone will officially say in Arabic that they apologize, they didn't mean it, indeed we have peace with them, etc, etc. As most of you probably know in the news, a week and a half later, there was a big pigua that someone from the Egyptian side came and killed Hashem Ikom Damam, three soldiers on the border, etc, etc. But what I really want to share with you is the godless of a person. Torah is huge and we know life's all about Torah, that's why Hashem created the world. But as we mentioned several times, although before learning Torah to be able to be a kibul, a vessel that can accept the Torah, a person has to work on basic midot. But more than that, to get to such a high level when you're so sensitive to every other person, to every midah, to reach such a high level of sensitivity, that could only be done through Torah. And I want to give you three examples. Two short stories, one a bit longer about Rav Gershon, there's a lot more. Story number one, once upon a time a person came to Rav Gershon with his son, Yad Chalake, and there's a famous minhag custom to come to Gdoili soil and get the first snip of the hair after not cutting the hair for three years. And he comes to Rav Gershon and he cuts his hair and it's a minhag that as he does that, he gives a candy to the kid, to, to to let him have a sweet experience, which is so important. He goes to his drawer and he can't find the candy. Can't find one. So he asked his son, please, please, do we have any candies? And he said, no. So, so the father of the son said, don't worry about it. It's fine. We already have many candies. He doesn't need another one. And Rav Gershon looked him in the face and said, you might, need, you might not need another one, but the kid needs another one. And he went, he was already in, in his low 90s, and he went himself to the neighbor, knocked on the door and asked him for candies. Then he went to his son and he said, please, please make sure this never happens again. Please, can you ensure you go to the Makolit, to the closest grocery shop and buy us three packed bags of candies so that this doesn't happen to me again. You see the godless of a person, how he thinks, although he's so high up like an angel, but when you look at him, he's so grounded and he so cares about every other fellow Jew. Story number two was he was 
Masader Kedushin and Achasana. And as we know, at the beginning, there's a custom to put Eifer on the person, on the Chasan's hair, right in the area where he puts Tefillin on. And that's, we know the custom is to remember that even though we're during a happy time, but let's not forget that we're still in the times of mourning, Chuban Beis HaMikdash, and we're yearning for the time for Mashiach to come. Al-Kopani was about to do and put that Eifer on his hair, on his head, and suddenly he realizes the cameraman's not here. He goes, oh, what's going on? Oh, we can't do this now. And they said, no, no, go ahead. He said, no, no, it's going to be so important for you to have this in the video, in the pictures. I'm going to wait for the cameraman. Let's wait for the cameraman. We know how sensitive he was for time. Every second meant so much to him, but that's to him. But he realized that once it's, it's affecting another fellow Jew, of course he's going to do what's best for him. Another story before we get to the main event story. Another story was that there's several times his family said this in the Leviah during, during the Espedim that he went to sleep already. He didn't sleep, but he was lying in the bed in his pajamas. And someone knocked on his door and they told him who it was and he realized, oh, only I can help him. He really needs my Eitzas. Why? It's based on our Dvartoria today. Because he was Ene Haeda. He had a clarity of how to interpret situations. And that's why people go to Gdole Adog to ask them for help. And he realized there weren't many people that can help in the way he can help. And that's why he got up, even though he was in his pajamas and sat down for half an hour to discuss the situation that this fellow Jew really needed help. The same is true with all Gdole Adog. I'm sure many of you know of Ravid David of People go to Nariya. He waits forever for people to come every day, every day, three times a week. He's makabel everyone, any, 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 all of Klal Israel doesn't matter who, and he takes time to, to listen to their questions and tells them what they should do. The last story that I want to share with you today is this amazing story that I spoke to the person that heard this directly, and this person was a Talmud of Rav Gershon. In Ponovich, and I asked my friend, asked him, "Tell us, please, tell us a story that will be mechazikas. Tell us something of Avigrishon that will really impact us." So he said, "Okay, I'll tell you a story that happened with me. At the time, I was 17 years old, and I was in yeshiva in the in Ponovich's yeshiva, Shiva's Ponovich, and the Magid Shir, of course, was of Gershon Edelstein, the Rosh Yeshiva." And throughout the week, he gave an amazing shear day after day with many questions, kashyas, and answers. And everything was left hanging with so many questions. And I really wanted to figure out one way of answering everything. So I worked one night, really worked. I learned one night very late till 2, 3 in the morning. Well, 1 in the morning, whatever it was. And I was looking to find if I can find something, some, in Hebrew you say, to figure out the whole situation. And Baruch Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch who helped me, and I found this, it's a famous sefer called the Ktsois, an Achon, and he said a certain concept, that with that concept, that Yesoid, he was able to crack open the whole sugya and figure out answers for everything. He got so excited, he ran to see if the Rosh Yeshiva is still up, and he saw he was still up, and he told him, I found the Ktsois, I found, I found a concept that can help answer all the Rosh Yeshiva's kashas. He was so excited, he had light in his eyes. So Rosh Yeshiva said, no, no, okay, that's amazing. Bring, bring the Ktsois over, let me see. So he took from the shelf the Ktsois, he showed the Rosh Yeshiva, and Rav Gershon Edelstein said, Psh, 
Unbelievable, you're right. It answers this question and this question. He kept going on explaining how it answers all the questions. And he said, not only these questions does it answer, but you should know it also alleviates those questions and the different sugi and this. The person was testifying about himself and he said, you know, I felt so good about myself. In Hebrew, there's a saying, I felt like a peacock because a peacock, you see, when he puts all his feathers out, it looks like he feels full of himself. I felt so geschmack at the time. I couldn't wait till the next day couldn't even fall asleep because I couldn't wait for the next day to tell my Chavusa. He wakes up in the morning, Davins, runs to Kolo, to Yeshiva, speaks to his Chavusa and he says, you're not going to believe it. I figured it out. I found the Ktsois. This concept that I found answers all the questions. I went to Rav Gershon, the Rosh Yeshiva, and he said, yeah, yeah, you're right. It answers everything. And my Chavusa looked at me, he says to us, as if I fell from the moon. He goes, Hello? Have you been with us for the past three days? The Rosh Hashiva the whole time is talking about this choice. You think you found this choice? This concept he was talking about, I don't know where you were. And then he realized the godless of Rav Gershon, Edelstein, Zatzal. He only cared about one thing, or two things I should say. Striving for the truth, working on his midois, and ensuring he does the best for every other Jew that he can. He wanted to make this person feel good about himself. He didn't care, as long as he knows now the truth of how to learn the sugi, it didn't matter to him who said it. He wanted that Talmud of his, that student of his, to feel good about himself and that he knows the, the information. That's all he cared about. And that's what his son said. He never raised his voice one time. He worked on his midos to perfection. And that's the idea. What makes you a gadol is not only the Torah. It's, it's a prerequisite, of course. It's a necessary prerequisite but it's definitely not sufficient to become a gadol you have to be a gadol in midos have a good chance thank you for joining us this is the prism of torah visit our website prismoftorah.com where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every torah subscribe to the podcast leave us a review And don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.